wants to live long and finish strong? If that's you, you've come to the right place. This is Dr. Mary Speaks. Thanks for joining us. Greetings, friends. A few days from now, we will be celebrating our traditional Thanksgiving Day in the United States of America. As I said the last time we were together, I was born on October the 11th, 1942 in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And I migrated to Detroit, Michigan as a young child. Perhaps you know that the Canadians have already participated in their very special holiday. So as an editor, I have had occasions to read many articles about various topics. I have also edited the monthly LAMP newsletter for my dear friend Wanda Burnside. This year, Wanda's uh, ministry celebrates their 14th year publishing this dynamic newsletter, which it goes across the world to the United, not just the United States, but the United Kingdom and Australia. When I was preparing uh, today's podcast, I couldn't help but recall one of Wanda's programs. Um, it was such a, a shall I say, a poignant uh, article about Thanksgiving in the United States. It was dated November 2016. I wanted Wanda to read this article to you. Regrettably, due to a conflict in her schedule, she couldn't do it uh, because she's also celebrating a very important occasion. This is Wanda and Simi Burnside's 50th anniversary. Congratulations and happy anniversary, you two lovebirds. So I've invited my dear friend Rose Smith, who I call Rose Blossom, to help me read this very vivid article. So here goes. Wanda Burnside, that's my girl right there. And it's entitled Thanksgiving Gone Bad Again. So, this is Wanda speaking, but I'm, she's using my voice here. Dear readers, Thanksgiving is my time of the year. I truly love, love, love Thanksgiving. I have always loved Thanksgiving. As a child of only four years old, I found that Thanksgiving was the best holiday of all for me. I soon learned that it was a time of celebration for our family and so many dear friends. It was exciting in numerous ways. My parents, Elder Mina Palm Jr. and Evangelist Willie Lee Palm, put the best of everything that they could into Thanksgiving. Yes, they shopped for the Thanksgiving dinner as early as September when it was back to school time. Mama loaded up the shopping cart every time we went to the market with things for our Thanksgiving dinner. I should say, feast. There were cans of jellied and whole berries, cranberry sauce, boxes of elbow macaroni, chicken, and turkey parts to cook for the dressing, bags of flour for the pies, cornbread, and cakes. 
She purchased the spices like cinnamon and allspice, nutmeg, poetry season, sage, and on and on. Mama bought bottles of the best flavorings, vanilla, almond, lemon, and something else too. Then she made sure she had the needed vegetables to get started with the cooking of this grand meal. Mama purchased bunches of celery, bags of onions, turnip roots, collard greens, mustard, and turnip greens, string beans, and sweet potatoes, and more vegetables. Boy, am I getting hungry just reading this. Now all of these food items were so Mama could get started already with all of the cooking way, way, way ahead of time. See, Mama had a plan to get everything ready for Thanksgiving. She laid out the longest and most beautiful lace tablecloths for the dining room table that was fully extended with at least two table leaves or extensions. Wow, it was super long. She planned for grandmother, uncles, aunties, cousins, and friends to come to our Thanksgiving dinner. Again, I say our Thanksgiving feast. And along with this, she got out the pretty things from the china cabinet that we never used until Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter, and the real important times. This meant the china, crystal stemware, silverware, and other elegant things came out of the china cabinet too. Day after day, we were busy in preparation for Thanksgiving Day. It was nonstop cooking, cleaning, baking, and planning for it. A lot of phone calls went on in our house. Mama needed an updated account and count of who was coming over for Thanksgiving dinner. And along with Mama's busyness, she included us all in. Roger and Regina, my brother and sister, along with me. We were deeply involved in the work, cooking, planning, cleaning, and serving for Thanksgiving Day. We were assigned many things to do. Boy, did we work. But Mama always bragged on Thanksgiving Day to everyone how wonderful we were to help so much. Daddy did all kinds of things to help out also. Growing up in our home during Thanksgiving was so beautiful. We worked together doing what we could to make Thanksgiving a glorious day. Sitting around the table with family and a few friends was truly a great blessing at our house. Oh, I loved it so much. This continued on through my growing up at home years before I got married in 1972, I was 22 years old then. Mama continued on with the Thanksgiving plans, shopping, cooking, and serving like always. And I still helped too. Now, Mama and Daddy just didn't focus on our Thanksgiving dinner and celebration at our house. They were in full-time ministry at our church. Greater North Memorial Church of God in Christ. Our pastor was the late Bishop Earl Jerome White, Sr. Before Bishop White was Bishop 
U.E. Miller, one of the founding pastors at our church. Mama and Daddy were leaders in many departments of our church. During Thanksgiving and Christmas, they headed our church's missions department projects. They shopped for food for the needy. They were fully committed to getting, getting food items ready in order to give out loaded boxes full of food and necessities for families and widows. Our house was like a huge factory, a major production going around the clock. They, we were deeply involved with packing the food boxes and getting them out on time for the needy to have their food too. It just ain't easy. Well, through the years, things were truly so very busy trying to have our family's holiday meals and do the mission work too. Life gets busy with illnesses, deaths, financial problems, marriages, births of grandchildren, and other things. Plans change. People come and go in our lives. Families change and change and change and change. I have come to an age when I've seen and heard it all. It's been hard sometimes to even plan for a Thanksgiving dinner. The once wonderful, glorious, and marvelous Thanksgiving feast at home with Mama and Daddy and Roger and Regina changed, changed, changed. As hard as I wanted it to be, just like when I was a child, so much like a wonderland of traditional Thanksgiving, things change. Not by plan, but by change of time, changes in life. Thanksgiving blessings. I've always wanted Thanksgiving and Christmas to be like my childhood days. My parents did all they could with what they had to make our lives full, but life is a struggle. What I did not know until I got older is that you have to work at making life grow. In the midst of troubles and opposition, life is a real struggle to do anything. It just doesn't happen. Mama and Daddy made it happen because they prayed and prayed. They stood for the same things. They refused to allow Satan to get a foothold in our lives. They stood in pain. They trusted God to help. They got in their secret closet and cried out to the Lord for everything. Thanksgiving and everything in our lives can go wrong. The wall. If we don't lean on Jesus, He makes the difference. Amen. Thanksgiving gone wrong again and again. I have photos of some Thanksgivings gone wrong. I'm sure that you will relate to some of them. Here we see the television cartoon program of The Simpsons. They are having Thanksgiving dinner with their family. And look, at what is happening. My goodness. The children have food on them. There is food being thrown. Grandfather has fallen asleep in his plate of food. 
and a whole lot of bad matters are going on at the table. A lot of things can go wrong at the Thanksgiving meal, even with our best intentions. Things can get ugly or out of control. Just pray, smile, and be happy that you have family. Be thankful. Now look at this. In this Thanksgiving photo, we see family and friends have gathered for a great Thanksgiving feast. There's a full moon and lots of food on the table. Everyone is busy talking and highly emotional about several things. Maybe they are discussing the presidential election. Maybe they are talking about how things are strange around the world. The children are there along with the adults who seem to be getting caught up in expressing themselves. My, my. Notice the little girl with her hands on her head or ears. She is sick of the conversation between the two adults on both sides of her. The girl can't take much more. Family and friends, gatherings can get out of control. So often we can allow our opinions and views to go wild. We must show consideration to all when we get gather at the Thanksgiving table. Arguing over current or past situations is not right. Try to refrain or stop bringing difficult, social conversations to the table. Have a spirit of love and kindness at the table. Don't use this time together to charge off with the fight of words. Leave them alone. Spend this time enjoying your time together. It is not easy. So when Grace said, ask God for his peace and his joy at the table. Mention in your table blessings for him to be at the table. Ask for his Holy Spirit to be among all of you. This will aid, add respect and an anointed covering for the dinner table. If we set the atmosphere in prayer and thankfulness, this will give us more peace. Seek the peace of God during Thanksgiving. We cannot make our family and friends change their ways. Stay prayerful throughout Thanksgiving. Be mindful of God's goodness. Sadly, this has become the normal or typical family setting at the dinner table. It is the same scene played out at the restaurants, too. We have allowed the media age or technologies to take over our lives. It is outrageous. How horrible it has become to see everyone at the table absorbed in their phones, computers, and everything. Yes, reading the newspaper at the dining table is just as bad. All of us should be outlawed, illegal. A crime prohibited, forbidden appetite. At the Thanksgiving table, I pray that those who gather for the meal will not be texting and drawn away with their phones. This should be a time to gather in kindness, thankfulness, and concern for each other. How <sighs> concern for each other at the table. Can we lay aside all of these distractions? We need to connect with those who are there in our presence 
Come on. Set aside all of the objects that beg for our attention every minute of the day, of every day. Do we have to stay on Facebook and Instagram all the time? That's my dear friend Wanda Burnside. I tell you, I love her so much. She's such a descriptive person. And if you're interested in being on her um, LAMP newsletter uh, mailing list, I would like to give you her email address. It's wtvision at hotmail.com. And she can be reached at 313-491-3504. And she's, uh, she's quite a social savvy person with Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook. And she has a called and ready writers or a CRW website and a lamp newsletter alive. So I just want to say in closing that God says to give thanks in everything. That doesn't mean you need to give thanks for everything. You don't need to give thanks for that bad day or for that bad relationship or being passed over at work or financial hardship. Whatever it is, you are not to give thanks for the difficulties, but rather in the difficulties. That is a very important distinction and one I think we often miss. Giving thanks in everything shows a heart of faith that God is bigger than the difficulties that we can use them. If you approach him with the right heart and spirit for your good and his glory. I shared that from uh, Tony Evans, well-known uh, pastor across the country. And uh, I, I follow his ministry a lot and I like that. Um, as we bring to a close, I got this little poem I have. I like to close the reading this, and I call it Thanks, Y'all. Born in Canada on Thanksgiving Day, that's October, the spirit of gratitude is in my DNA. I give thanks to family and friends. Back over, back, over backwards, you lovingly been, making yourself available. When I call, just wanted to say thanks to y'all. God bless you and have a very happy and grateful Thanksgiving. Until we meet again, God bless you. And thanks, Rose, for helping me out with this presentation on behalf of Wanda Burnside. Bye. Please join me next time as I continue to speak to your heart about things that God has put on my heart to share with you. Uh, the Bible also says, know those who labor among you. I do a number of different things and you can take a look and get to know me better. I want you to look at medicministries.com. The acronym for medic is manifesting entire deliverance in Christ. Then another one I have is for widows, widowswithwisdom.com. It takes a widow to know a widow. And I, I, I've had a widow's experience. I've had a married wife experience, single woman experience, divorced woman. You name it, I've been there, done that. And our, our purpose is to reach out and help widows, those who have lost their husbands, 
and, and help them to make their adjustments. Widowswithwisdom.com. Writing is my passion. I'm a scribe in the body of Christ. And so I want you to check out leavesofgoldconsulting.com. I am a book coach, uh, an editor, a publisher, and an author. So you'll see all of that when you go to leavesofgoldconsulting.com. Check it out. And over all of these outreaches, my umbrella is legacy, leaving every generation a chronicle of you. So join me next time and listen to what Dr. Mary has to say as she speaks to your heart. God bless you and enjoy your day.